approximately one in every 59 children are born with autism. Albert Einstein. Dr. Einstein had no speech until age three. Steve Jobs. He was a loner. He brought snakes to school. Leonardo da Vinci. This man was far advanced on the autism spectrum. I'm not naughty. I'm autistic. And I just get too much information. All right, so it's day four of the sensory processing training at Hot Hospital. This is Lloyd I.M. and you're listening to Takiwatanga, Love Not Cure, Exploring Autism One Strength at a Time. Alright, so it's day four of the sensory processing training at Hot Hospital. And we only had two families joining in that session, three person to be exact, plus the two other uh, experts. This was originally a 1 p.m. session, but was rescheduled to 9.30 a.m. due to availability and so forth. So I think they are trying to manage the rooms as well. And uh, because it's a little bit busy during this time because of the rising covid cases and stuff anyway during that session it was not a theory discussion and we have activity or activities so what i mean is it is or it was an activity focused discussion and we were introduced to this tool named mind map so in my case personally it's no longer a new tool for me because I use that tool in at work. And uh, mind map is, uh, it is a kind of diagram or diagram to visually organize information. So basically it's just a diagram that you draw on a piece of paper or you can draw it online as well. If you have a computer, you can draw it. There are applications around it where you can itemize all the different uh, activities or uh, functionalities or areas should I say that will need to be identified so that you can uh, target or change a certain behavior so this is a mind map m-i-n-d mind and map m-a-p just in case you would like to do some research about it. But I'm going to try and post a photo of this one somewhere online. So at least you can also have an idea on what it would look like. So I actually don't have any, um, or I never thought that we can use this one for autism. I always thought that we, we are just going or we 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 just or this only this tool only applies to 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 work so which is kind of amazing as well because given i am pretty much aware on how this is used i guess we can start using the tool or this tool more frequently so what goes on in this mind map is again like i said previously that we can use this as a tool to target certain behavior which we would like to change again this is more of a focusing kind of thing you need to focus on a certain behavior 
just one behavior at a time so that at least we won't overwhelm the person or the child that we are uh, trying to understand on how we can um, change uh, the behavior that needs to be improved, if that makes sense. All right, so again, uh, how is it, it, it is currently drawn in this page or in this uh, paper that we were uh, provided is that if you have a target behavior, it sits on the center. So you just need to identify your goals for your child and then what target behavior is more important at that point in time. And then once you have identified your target behavior, you'll put that as uh, the center of of uh, the page, at the center of the page. And then it usually is being drawn where you have uh, multiple arrows going outside of the center towards uh, different areas where you would want or where there will be a possible impact on that certain behavior. So in this example, we have a target behavior of running away. What this is or what this means is that my son usually runs away every time we go to school visits because of transition of of his transition period from kindy to primary. So I guess during that time he is being overwhelmed by the by the place. So what happened in this in this um, mind map is we have a target behavior at the center and then there's an arrow pointing towards outside on the right side of the corner which is sensory. So this may have an impact on this target behavior. And then there's another arrow pointing downwards to the other corner which is anxiety. An arrow pointing downwards to at the center which is developmental ability and also an arrow pointing downwards towards the lower left corner of the page or the paper which is diagnosis and then at the, the center left of the page as well which is physical and then another arrow pointing towards up to the right corner which is behavior and another one which is pointing upwards at the center which is emotions so these are the different areas that we are going to look at to see what is impacting the running away behavior of my child. So for the sensory, we have like, is it too loud in the area or at school or are there too many people in the classroom which is making uh, the sensory more aggressive and then visually overwhelming so when you look at the classroom is it visually overwhelming and then uh, will singing helps in 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 that specific uh, point in time or what other activities or other tools that we can use inside the classroom to to lower the sensitivity of the sensory at that point in time and then from there you can find what uh, tool or tools you can prepare on when going to school. If it's too loud, I would say 
you can bring an earmuff for your child that your child can use at uh, when visiting at school so at least it's not going to be noisy in in his uh, point of view or in his perception or sensory perception and then if it's too bright as well we might need to lower down the the lights inside the classroom but again it's going to be a bit challenging when you have um, a good sunshine outside because that brightness outside will also be able to enter the classroom which is gonna make the classroom brighter as well and then if we go to anxiety what behavior or what instances does uh, result that may result to running away so every time he's in our case every time he is running away he uh, for sometimes have his or has his cup full when he wakes up in the morning so meaning he kind of like woke up at the wrong side of the bed in the morning and we need to manage that behavior so once he, he is already on high alert remember we did talk about the alertness or alert levels we need to manage that alert level from from high to just right so we need to introduce some activity or anything that will lower down his alert level so at least his anxiety or cup will be will not, no longer be full and we can lessen what whatever is in in that cup then next we have developmental ability we have identified that he is very smart he is reading at his stage or at his age and then he can do spelling writing though he's non-verbal he started to talk or speak though at some point or sometimes it doesn't make sense i mean like he will just say something out of um, a certain situation which is not relatable to that instance but uh, yeah he started to speak but it's a bit tricky because we cannot say that he's non-verbal he can't just communicate it properly or communicate properly to us but he can speak he can sing he can write and so far and then he also got good motor skills and he's very strong so that's in his developmental ability area and then if we move on to, down to the diagnosis area he was uh, diagnosed with autism which is that's the only thing that we have written but if you have other diagnoses you can write other things as well and then moving on we have the physical area was he's running away because he is sick he is tired and he just want to go go home or somewhere so that's the physical area that's the only thing that we have identified at that point and then behavior what's his behavior making him run away during school visits does uh, he is he or was he confused of the routine because he's doing transition at at that point and then at the same time after that he will eventually go to his kindy and then he might or we might we may have uh, changed some routines that he is usually um, um, aware of and comfortable with doing so that's the thing so is that something that is resulting to that 
And then another thing is the behavior. He wants to explore or likes routine, which is, yeah, I think I did say that. I was talking about the physical and then, yeah, I was looking at the another, a different area. But yeah, that's all about the behavior. Sorry about that. It's a bit confusing as I am looking at this material. But anyway, yeah, that's all about behavior. Does he want to explore? That's why he's running away. He wanted to run away outside of the school or just because he he is now confused and uh, with his routine. So he just wants to go home and so on. And then the next area is the emotion or emotions. Was he upset at that time of running? And then was he excited or happy? Or did he get enough or bored uh, during the session? Because sometimes there are kids who are, uh, when they get in a session or in a visiting session in a classroom, they just get bored because it's not something that they wanted to do at that point in time. And then was he confused or overwhelmed? So yeah, these are the different target or different areas that may have impacted the target behavior. But yeah, like I said, this is a good tool because you can start itemizing what activity or sensory activities your child is doing. All right, so that, that is the core discussion that we've had. And there might be, or there was an example that was given by other with the other uh, parent but i am unaware of the details about the the situation that they had so i'm not gonna talk about that uh, scenario so it's more of like what we have experienced so the reason why we've chosen the target behavior as running away is that because frequently my son is a bit overwhelmed or more, most of the time overwhelmed during um, visiting sessions and he he usually runs away where I can remember there was a time which my wife told me that when they have done the visiting or they ha they are going to visit the school, intermediary school or pr sorry, primary school for the transition period. There was a time that when they have arrived in the classroom, my son just said hi and then bye bye. And then he just ran away and went to the gate and he's trying to climb. Uh, on the gate and trying to climb the gate so he can you know go outside of the school compound which is a bit um, tricky because that's going to be a there there he's got no sense of danger actually to be honest he will just run away and he won't he won't care if he's going to cross the the road with or without cars he's not gonna look he's just gonna run straight um crossing the the street which is kind of uh, very, um, you know, uh, worrying for, for me and my wife as parents. All right, so this is the target behavior. So, or sorry, this is the mind map tool that we were taught how to use on, on uh, uh, our case as parent with a child with autism. So, yeah, it's going to be a bit, uh, tricky at first because especially for those who haven't heard about mind map and for me being having experience on using this on a different area which is uh, work related and it's easier for me to 
to understand the how it's used in in at work so it's a bit tricky for me to to use this one uh, on on this level of um uh activity so i guess that's it for me for now sorry it's a bit um confusing confusing and uh, a bit um what you call that i it's it kind of sounded like i don't know what i'm talking about here which is kind of true anyway i'm just trying to learn about this how to use this on an uh health um perspective rather than work perspective but i know the 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 concept is just the same but in terms of how you will apply it it requires more deeper understanding because you will need to remember and see how your child is behaving for one area only so we're not talking about multiple areas it's just one area so yeah that's how it uh, we were uh, that's that's what we we've discussed during the last session so i guess that's it for me for now i'll be back with another interesting topic on next episode so that's that finishes our uh, sensory training which is a four-day training held at hot hospital and um, if you know there are trainings available for you that you can utilize or you can join which is free for for most of the time especially if you've got your assessment or you've got your formal assessment this is usually a free uh, that is being driven by either uh, different ministries or different uh, sectors around your area they should be available just ask your 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 point person or your coordinator and they should be able to give you information about it or they should be able to put you on the list so yeah i guess that's it for now every tangata fai takiwatanga or person with autism is different if you fail with one strategy don't stop keep moving forward always remember that for every failure you encounter is one step closer to your success thanks for tuning in until next time Memuto te fakawa haire. Let's stop judging others. Memahi tahi tato. Let's all work together. Kia maya, kia kaha, be brave and be strong. Please don't forget to like and share so others can also find us. Thank you.